welcome in to Mile High Bourbon and Rye, a Colorado craft podcast. Lots of cool and exciting stuff since the last episode. I'd like to start off, we sold a couple more glasses off of the website. Head over to milehighbourbon.com shop, and remember that we are donating $2 from each sale, each glass, to local charities. So we'll pull all that up, get it sent out as a donation after sales are made and we've got some money to send out so support us and support local charities at the same time it is a win-win well over the last couple of weeks as well i tasted a spirit i've never actually had before which was called satol uh it was kind of tequila e this one came from texas uh it was remarkably enjoyable like a lot of tobacco a lot of sweet flavors of uh, like vanilla just honestly really fun so if you're looking for something that you may not have had before at least i definitely had not before i highly recommend checking that out another thing that i've never had before that i got to have over this last week was the 14er from tin cup which i was very surprised by honestly so the original tin cup i do like their stuff it's it's solid but it's not i'm not the biggest fan i've heard the rye is great but I wasn't as big of a fan of the original one. This 14er, though, is remarkable. 14-year whiskey, I absolutely was worth trying. Very excited to have had that one. This was kind of a informal, just having it with some friends and family, and more than, like, not something that I did a formal review on, but more than surprised, more than impressed with it. Definitely highly recommend that one. I also, if you guys follow me on social media, you know this podcast is coming a couple of days late. I guess fortunately, not unfortunately. Uh, Last minute invite to the Avs game on Monday, which was an afternoon game, uh, delayed the podcast. So here we are a couple days later, and the Avs hopefully turning it around with two wins in a row and a 13-2 point differential in those two wins. I, I mean, that's definitely super exciting. You guys know me. I'm a very big hockey fan. So, love seeing this happen. And quick shout out to uh, Nuggets as well. I uh, don't follow basketball as closely, but six or seven game win streak. They're like 10, 11, 12 game at home win streak. I love seeing Colorado teams do well. Uh, also got to go to a Mammoth game over the last week too, which if you like hockey, I would recommend checking out the Mammoth as well. It's like a high energy hockey meets rock concert is how I saw it described by someone online like it is it's really fun so check that one out well today I am sipping on Talnua Distillery's 2021 Old Saints Keep which was named last year the best American pot still for 2022 by the World Whiskies Awards and that's going to kind of roll us right into the main topic for today's episode Colorado award-winning whiskies And since Talnua won in the World Whiskies Awards, we're going to start with the World Whiskies Awards. So World Whiskies Awards, presented by DrinksReport.com, they put out their best best whiskies of the year every year towards the beginning of the year, and they select some of the best whiskies in different categories from all across the globe. Colorado took home some honors for America's Best in multiple categories. No World's Best this year, but America's Best Whiskey is still a pretty cool... uh, award to win so we'll jump into the four winners from that again the one that i'm having today was the best pot still whiskey from america and that is talnua old saints keep their 2021 release excellent whiskey i mean this is a very well deserved 
award that they won here, uh, being the first um, uh, first American distillery focused on single pot still. Awesome to see them win that. Uh, definitely a pretty big deal, getting some recognition there. The next one that won an award in the World Whiskies was America's Best Blended comes from Breckenridge with their Powder Hound. Another one that I've had relatively recently, still have some of the bottle here, and there's a review of it up on the site. It's another really good, really just overall very impressive bottle out of Breckenridge. Not that I've really had a lot from them that I haven't been a fan of. As a bit of a side note on this one too, I really love that bottle sales of their Powder Hound support an animal shelter up in that area. I don't remember which one, but I do remember that it does support an animal shelter, which, you know, is definitely a really cool, cool thing for that. So Breck Powder Hound, congratulations on taking home America's Best Blended from the World Whiskies. Uh, in the best young and new make category, 291 Fresh takes home America's best, and man, that's just more awards adding to their collection, right? Those guys are stacking up the awards. Doing a great job out of Colorado Springs. Absolutely love their stuff. Uh, check out the the 291 Fresh is just essentially the white dog whiskey, but a very very tasty. Really, obviously, you showcase more of what the distillate is because you're not spending the time in the oak barrels. So one certainly worth checking out as well. And the last winner for the World Whiskies Awards comes from Hogback, taking America's Best Single Cask Single Malt with their Wallace Collection Single Malt. And unfortunately, I have not tried this one yet, but I definitely need to get up to Boulder to try this. I went up to pick up a different Hogback bottle. Review on that one is coming soon. And I got to talking with some folks from the distillery who were doing a tasting or a hand sell at the store that I purchased it from. And quite frankly, like, this sounds like it is a spectacular bottle. I am very, very excited to try it. Definitely one I'm going to have to pick up in the not-too-distant future. So, World Whiskey's Awards again. Definitely a big deal. Good way to get some recognition. And... Congratulations to the four Colorado distilleries taking home honors from that competition. The next award group that we have is the San Francisco Spirits Competition, San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Uh, since its founding in 2000, the San Francisco World Spirits Comp is the oldest and largest competition of its kind. They're going to taste spirits from all over the world with a panel of tasters awarding medals to large well-known distilleries and two smaller craft distilleries so some of these winners are you know like household names in the industry and some of them are up-and-comers who are just really making a product that blows people's blow people away and it's a great way to get your name out there and become you know recognized for all of the hard work and everything that you're doing so with the world san francisco world spirits comp we're not going to go through every winning spirit Every single spirit that gets submitted gets judged, and they can win awards, and Colorado took home 52 medals at this competition. So we're going to break it down by level, bronze, silver, gold, and double gold, and we'll give quick shout-outs to the distilleries who won bronze and gold, or bronze and silver, sorry, and then we will talk specifically about some of the products that won gold medals, and specifically a little more in-depth on the double gold winners so 
to start this one off, Colorado takes home four bronze medals at last year's San Francisco World Spirits Comp. And the distilleries that won that were 10th Mountain, Breckenridge Distilling, 300 Days of Shine, and Gunfighter all took bronze medals home. So awesome. Great job doing that. Love to see 10th Mountain getting some recognition. And they'll get some more a little bit further down, too. I definitely like their whiskeys. They're real fun, real great people. So uh, moving into the silver, Colorado took home a total of 25 silver medals. So about half of our awards came out of the silver category, which is pretty impressive. I mean, definitely a good deal here. Again, 10th Mountain taking home some more honors. Uh, Distillery 291 taking home a couple. 300 Days of Shine again. Uh, Breckenridge Distilling again. Colorado Mountain Distilling, Elevation 5003, Laws Whiskey House, Leopold Distillers, Leopold Brothers Distillers, uh, Mythology, Nuku, Red Eye Louis, Talnua makes another appearance on an awards list this year, uh, The Heart Distilling Company, Whiskey Smith Co., and Woods High Mountain Distilling were the winners to take home silver medals. So congratulations to all of these guys really coming, you know, bringing home some hardware for Colorado, showcasing what the state has to offer. And then we've got gold medals that were awarded. And so these ones were, we'll go over a little bit. Um, We're going to go over each of the specific spirits that were won, as well as the distillery that they came from. So the first one is the 10th Mountain winning a gold medal for their brandy. Uh, again, this is another one I, I unfortunately have not at this point had the chance to try. I've had their whiskey. I definitely enjoyed it, so I can imagine their brandy was another really good one. Uh, so huge congrats to 10th Mountain Distilling. Uh, they're doing great stuff out there. I know a lot of people are big fans of them. Next gold medal winner is the 291 Distilling Bad Guy. The Bad Guy is such a fun release. I mean, that is a high-proof, high-flavor, it's a big, big whiskey, and my goodness, it's it's a blast to drink. I absolutely enjoy the heck out of that bottle. Highly recommend checking them out, too. And again, like, very well-earned. They just keep racking up their their awards that they're getting for these, for these spirits that they're producing, and like, congratulations to 291 to michael myers and really the whole crew down there like those guys those guys and gals they're all crushing it like huge congrats to them breckenridge takes home a gold medal as well for their port cask finish this is one of my personally my more favorite bottles that i like uh it's such a good like after dinner kind of sweet finish sipper Highly recommend checking them out if you haven't had it before. I feel like I say that for a lot of things, so basically I just recommend checking some stuff out. But you'll also see Breckenridge is going to win a double gold for their PX Sherry Cask, but we'll get into that one in just a moment. Uh, Next distillery is Colorado Mountain again, and they're going to take home a gold for both their Citra Gin and their Bourbon. So Citra Gin, I'm actually probably a little bit more excited to try because I like a lot of these gins that are coming from the craft distilling. They're not these like, it's not like the, you know, the Bombay Sapphires or the London Gin style. They're a lot different. I very much enjoy the style of these new gins and I'm very excited to see more of these being created, more of these coming out. They're 
they're just a blast to to try and enjoy and citrogen i love like that seems like it'd be a perfect like hot summer day sipping gin or gin and tonic gin so one i I absolutely want to check out next up on the list of winners for gold medals is first steak with their cask strength bourbon uh not too familiar with first steak so gonna have to check them out but I mean, you're bringing home a gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Comp, so it's got to be something that is pretty tasty. The next one that brings home is winning another award for the same whiskey, the Hogback Wallace Collection Single Malt. Takes home a gold medal from San Francisco World Spirits Comp on top of winning the Best Single Cast Single Malt for America in the World Whiskies Awards. So... Again, I definitely have to get out and check these guys out, give them a shot, and really just kind of hopefully enjoy more than just this particular bottle up at the distillery. They seem like great folks. Can't wait to go up there and try all these whiskeys, and particularly this Wallace collection. Uh, next up is one of our you know longtime staple favorites is Laws Whiskey House coming in with a gold medal for their Henry Road Single Malt. Single malts are, are, it's a really cool category to watch how much it is growing outside of Scotland. A lot of times when people think single malt, they think, you know, scotch whiskey. And for good reason. I mean, Scotland's got that just down. That is their, that is Scottish whiskey. So it's really cool to see that grow and expand outside and to see a lot of the cool things that are being done with these single malts and very very excited for laws to get a gold medal for their single malt this year next up we have lock and co's aspen age dry these guys again i so if you know you if you've read the reviews i'm a, definitely a fan of this aspen aged whiskey trend out of colorado i think it is truly a colorado flavor profile it's like the nose, the palate, everything, it really is that like walking through the aspens as the leaves are starting to fall, you get that smell circling around, and I, I very much enjoy it. 291 crushes it, but Lock & Co. is very much crushing it as well. They're doing a spectacular job producing this product that is very, very tasty, and again, another very well-deserved gold medal win for... A Colorado distillery. Uh, next up, we have the Old Elk Infinity Blend. Not one, again, that I have tried, but Old Elk, I'm a huge fan of their weeded bourbon, and I mean, they're doing really cool stuff. So, really happy to see them win for the Infinity Blend. I know it's one that they were pretty excited about, and I'm pretty excited to see them winning gold medals as well. And then we have Stranahan's with a few gold medals, actually. So Stranahan's is going to take home a gold for their just flagship single malt, their sherry cask finished single malt, which is my personal favorite outside of that Mountain Angel tenure. Uh, the sherry cask is just awesome. They have the Blue Peak Solera Aged uh, single malt, which also took home a gold, and the Diamond Peak 8-year single malt as well. 
the Black Label Stranahan's, which is another one that I'm I'm a very big fan of. I haven't tried the Blue Peak yet. The Diamond Peak I thought was really good, but that Sherry Cask one is just... I, I mean, it is absolutely delicious. It captures kind of all of the flavor profiles that you'd really want for both a malt and a sherry cask, and it plays so well together. And then finally, gold medal winners, we have Talnua's Old Saints 2022 release. So the 2021 wins Best American Pot Still at the World Whiskies Awards. The 2022 wins a gold medal with the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Talnua, again, doing... I mean, very well-deserved recognition here. They are doing some awesome things. They're paving a way for single-pot still distilling to make its way through the United States, and really happy to see them get more recognition for what it is that they are producing out there. And again, as I'm sitting here sipping on the 2021 Old Saints, I have the 2022 as well, and it's really difficult for me to finish these bottles because I don't want to not have them anymore. They are just absolutely excellent. Um, as a little bit of a side note for this too on Talnua, check out their St. Patrick's Day release party. That's when they release the Old Saints Keep. That's when they have uh, they have food trucks. They've got entertainment. They had bagpipers. And actually, that's where we found Roma Ransom, who's doing the intro and outro music for this podcast. We heard them first at Talnua Distilling for their St. Patrick's Day party and Old Saints Keep release. So it's just always a really good time going down to that. Definitely go check it out this year or actually just go check it out this year. Don't wait a year. I highly recommend it. It is absolutely a blast. So we are going to get into the double gold winners, but first we're going to take just a real quick short break, and I will be back in just a moment. And welcome back in, and we're going to finish off on the double gold winners from the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Colorado's going to bring home eight medals for double gold this year. The first one we're going to talk or uh, the first one that we have that won double gold is the Branch and Barrel for their flagship bourbon. Uh, Branch and Barrel does a ton of extremely, extremely fun whiskeys. I enjoy the heck out of their stuff. They're, again, as I touched base, uh, as I touched on last week or last episode, the people in this industry are what make it so awesome, and Branch and Barrel are some of the best people. Uh, just absolutely wonderful to talk to. Really enjoy their stuff. They also partnered with Murph's Hot Sauce, M-E-R-F. And it's called Wildfire Whiskey. It's a cranberry hot sauce. It is... If you're a fan of turkey, then go pick up this hot sauce wherever you can find it at and put it on some turkey because it is spectacular. It's delicious hot sauce. Their whiskey's awesome. Big congrats to them for winning double gold on their flagship bourbon another very well deserved win for a colorado distillery breckenridge is of course going to win a little bit more they're going to bring home two double gold medals one is for just their gin the breckenridge gin has been my go-to gin for an extended period of time it is awesome it's citrusy it's got a little bit of the other uh of the juniper but it's got a lot of botanicals it's so awesome it's so approachable but it's still 
got a ton of flavor to it. I highly recommend this gin. Again, one of my favorite gins that I've come across. Their second double gold medal winner is the PX Sherry Cask, which I did touch base on a little bit earlier. And this one, same thing with their Port Cask. This one just, again, it is such a great after-dinner sweet dessert. I absolutely, for, I mean, I adore this bottle. It is so, so good. Such a great, like, cold weather, warm weather, uh, always for me, it's been like after dinner into the night. It's just a real easy sip, relax your whole day kind of on wines. It is such a great bottle. So another very well-deserved, uh, double gold medal for Breckenridge. Law's Whiskey House is actually going to take home three double golds at last year's San Francisco World Spirits Comp. The three that won are the San Luis Valley Rye, their Bonded Four Grain Bourbon, and the Centennial Wheat. And again, I, I said it on the last episode, I've put it online a lot, I've said it in reviews, Law's Whiskey is one that constantly impresses me. They're always doing a great job. They're always putting out a quality product. They take, I mean, they're on the side of the distillery wall is printed, there are no shortcuts. And it really shines through in their final product. So huge, huge win. Huge congratulations for Law's Whiskey House bringing that home. Very, very happy for them. Way to go, Law's keep up the excellent work. Um, Old Elk comes in for a double gold for their double wheat whiskey. And another one that I'm just all over, I think I said it a little bit earlier, their weeded bourbon is one of my favorite bottles. That So the weeded bourbon that I had, I would put it up against the, uh, what's the, uh, the one that everybody likes? It's the Weller and it's their foolproof Weller. And this weeded bourbon was a foolproof that I tried from Old Elk, and I'd stack it up against that on a blind test for most people, and I think a lot of people would choose the Old Elk. I think it is absolutely phenomenal. I have not had a chance to try this wheat whiskey that won double gold, or sorry, the double wheat whiskey, but man, I, I can only imagine that it is an excellent, excellent bottle. And then... The last but obviously not least winner of double golds for Colorado is Stranahan's again, and they bring home a double gold for their Mountain Angel. The Mountain Angel is a special bottle. Ten years old. Uh, there's I have a review of it up. If you want to go see all of my thoughts, go check out that review on the site. Search Stranahan's. You'll find it. It's, it's just beautiful. It is a fantastic bottle. I was so lucky to be able to get a hold of one. Highly, highly recommend again. If you can find a sample of it somewhere, get a small pour and do yourself a favor by enjoying this whiskey. So that wraps up San Francisco World Spirits Comp. The last one that I really wanted to talk about was some comments from Fred Minnick and his top 100 American whiskeys. Now, Fred Minnick is a pretty well-known name in the whiskey world. Wall Street Journal best-selling author, critic for Whiskey Advocate, and he leads their blind tasting panel to select their Whiskey of the Year. Uh, hearing him, or hearing Colorado make his radar the way that they have, I think is a very, very big deal for a lot of Colorado distilleries. I think it's going to draw a lot of attention. 
downside is that might make some of these nicer bottles a little bit harder to find, but plus side, I mean, these guys deserve this recognition. They're putting in all of the work, they're doing all of these things, a phenomenal, phenomenal job. So really thrilled to have a few make it into the top 100, as well as one making it into the top 10, and then Fred Minnick had some comments that I'll touch on at the end of that too. So first off in the top 100, we have the Leopold Brothers Three Chamber Rye, came in at spot number 93. Uh, another one that unfortunately have not had the chance to try, but if he's putting it at 93 in in all of America, like, awesome. This has got to be a delicious bottle. And I'm a big fan of Leopold Brothers. I think they do a great job. At number 81 is the Laws 8-Year uh, Bottled in Bond. So, I've their Bottled in Bond releases are always excellent. I tried it when it was at six year. I haven't tried it since then. The eight year, I've heard phenomenal things. Coming in at the 81st spot, this has got to be a really good bottle. And just more recognition for another distillery that's really, really doing everything excellent. 291 Rye Aspen and Maple Syrup Barrels takes the number 42 spot. I actually did get to sample this one. It is ridiculous how great that maple syrup goes with the rye flavor or the rye and the aspen flavor rather it is such a cool combination of flavors no no question in my mind that it deserves at least that number 42 spot and there's a lot of whiskeys i mean i talk obviously all colorado whiskey because that's what i that's what this is all about like that's what i really love but i get to try a lot of other ones i get to go outside of the state of colorado to or you know at least i get to try whiskey from outside of the state of colorado and there's a lot of excellent whiskeys made in the U.S., and, like, that definitely deserves, in my mind, I I can't argue against it being at at least the number 42 spot. And then the number 10 spot, the highest Colorado whiskey on his list, cracking the top 10 at number 10, is Boulder Spirits 5-Year Straight Bourbon. I very much enjoy Boulder Spirits. I have not had them for a number of years. I think it's time for me to go out and hunt down a bottle of this. I'm sure it's going to be a little more difficult to find now that it's, you know, this much on the radar here. But they've they've always put out a very solid quality product. They're always putting in a lot of effort. They're always doing a spectacular job. It's cool to see them get recognized as number 10 American whiskey from Fred Minnick. So... Big congratulations to all the folks who finished in the top 100 American whiskeys, and extra big congratulations to Boulder Spirits taking home number 10 American whiskey. Absolutely awesome. And then to touch base on something Fred Minnick said during the whole reviews, he says there's something special happening in Colorado. And as I'm sure you would probably guess, I couldn't agree more with that sentiment. They're doing such a great job. It's growing the flavors are, like, everything's coming together really well. Colorado's finding its stride, and it is producing some excellent, excellent spirits. I've been saying for a long time that Colorado is producing some of the best spirits in the country, even some that, you know, are, like, arguably up there in the world. And winning all of these award, winning all of these awards just reinforces that idea. And this is only in the spirits realm. Colorado beers and wines are bringing home awards. They're putting forth their A-game every single time. So there's a lot to really like in Colorado craft right now. And 
Fred Minnick is right. There is something special happening here in the Centennial State. So take note of Colorado Craft and see why I truly believe that brewers, winemakers, and distillers all across the state are truly raising the bar of the craft industry. So thank everybody. Thank you guys all so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. If you want to see all the awards given out, I will have links in the show notes to all three places I talked about in this episode, the World Whiskeys Awards, the San Francisco World Spirits Competition, and Fred Minnick's website so you can see all of the stuff that they talked about there. Uh, Please be sure to check out our website. Follow the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, I think we're getting on Amazon. I'm going to try to expand it out, make it just easy to listen to so you guys can just Listen to this whenever you want. Hopefully you're enjoying it. And if you are enjoying it, don't forget you can support the show by purchasing some glassware. You can click on any of the links to our affiliates, make any of the purchases off of there. That helps support us. And we do have a PayPal button to just, if you want to send us a few bucks, it helps us keep the servers up and running. It helps us to try new whiskeys to put up on the site. And it's, you know, just hugely appreciated when folks do that. So thank you all for listening. Uh, One last thing before we go. My family did get me a dad joke a day calendar, so I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and take those. I'm going to choose my favorites, set them aside, and I'm going to read one at the end of every podcast because they crack me up and I appreciate the heck out of it. So this week's dad joke, what side of a duck has the most feathers? The outside. I hope you all appreciate that one as much as I did. Uh, Hopefully this is something that you guys can get a little bit of a chuckle at the end of every episode. So, special shout-out real quick to Roma Ransom doing the music for the intro and outro of the show. Check them out online on Spotify, or even better, go check them out when they play live, because they're so fun to listen to. Such a blast. So, thank you very much again for listening to the Mile High Bourbon and Rye, a Colorado craft podcast. Cheers! Cheers!